All right, guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I am your host, Don Q. How's it going out there today? It is Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. I'm hitting y'all back to back, Jack Black, kicking it. October 2nd, 2021. How's it going, guys? Um, I'm recording this on a Saturday. As you can see, I got my my gator hat on. And um, reason being is, like I told you guys in the last show, tomorrow's uh, wife's off, so it's uh, it's wife day. So after I hit the gym, we're going to hit the pool and get some sunning and some funning and hang out. So I'm going to go ahead and record this today. And uh, you guys, I probably won't upload it till tomorrow. So either way, you'll see it Sunday, but it's Saturday. But, I mean, this will be too late once you hear this, but if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, it'll be up today. So uh, don't forget to go to YouTube. The links are at the bottom of the podcast page or on the, uh, it'll be on the Facebook and um, Twitter. So uh, you can go there. Um, when you go there, check out the YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. Like the videos. And uh, pretty much every... Uh, I shouldn't say every, but I've just started doing uh, YouTube recently, so uh, the last, I don't know, six, seven shows are up there, except for uh, yesterday's show, because uh, uh, my dumbass didn't hit record. So, uh, yeah, so, hey, I never proclaimed to be a computer genius. You know, Chris has stated before, it's a wonder that the show even makes it up on on the uh, podcast apps as it is, so. Yeah, forgive me for that. But nonetheless, uh, part two of United We Stand, Divided We Die is up on the podcast app, so you can check that out. And uh, so let's get to our first sponsor real quick before we get to the show, and that is Redcon1.com. They have all your uh, supplement needs for the gym. Even if you don't work lift weights and stuff, they still have stuff for like runners and uh, CrossFit and stuff like that. Check them out. They got the protein powder there is great. They have awesome tasting protein powders and protein bars. The pre-workout Total Wars is good stuff. I'm 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 not just saying that. I've been using Redcon for well over a year. Um, so I'm I'm telling you when I tell you the stuff's good. I, I've got a cupboard full of the the post pre um the uh, protein powders and everything. So it's uh my wife even they have a like a morning supplement you can take. It's called Double Tap. And uh, she takes that, mix it with water. It's good stuff. So check them out. The links will be at the bottom of the page of the uh, YouTube channel and on the whatever podcast uh, app you're listening to us on. Uh, make sure you use the promo code t 20 Um If you don't know how to spell it, like I said, the spelling will be on there with the promo code. So check them out. So... On today's show, I'm trying to figure out how I want to go with this. Um, DeSantis, our beautiful governor here in the lovely free state of Florida, has uh, has been quite the uh, the uh, topic of conversation lately in the uh, media, and I would say mainly that's because um, you've heard the phrase "they hate us because they ain't us," right? Um, well, that's the thing. So you had a uh, a group <laughs> come out with a anti-DeSantis ad. This is what I was telling you guys about the other day. And this is supposed to be a smear campaign of uh, of whatever against uh, Ron DeSantis. And I, I don't know. I'm going to play it real quick. You guys tell me what you think as far as uh, it being... Uh, a smear campaign or a promo ad for coming or moving to Florida? Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of your cabin crew, we'd like to inform you that we have officially entered Florida airspace. Now that we're making our final descent, please watch this short message from Governor Ron DeSantis on COVID-19. Thereafter, everyone on board will be required to comply with the state's forever purge. Forever we are not doing any vaccine passports in the state of Florida. That's right. We trust people to make their own decisions. Free liberty. State. We are not going to be bludgeoning people with restrictions and mandates and lockdowns or any of that stuff. 
As Governor DeSantis stated, while you're within state lines, you do not have to wear a mask. You do not have to get a vaccine. It is against the law for private businesses or schools to mandate masks or vaccines. And you have the absolute right to infect whoever you want, whenever and wherever with COVID-19. Thank you for traveling with us. And please, enjoy your forever purge. COVID-19 is surging again. This is the time to double down. The governor is doubling down. He says students shouldn't be forced to wear masks. If you are trying to lock people down, I'm going to stand in your way. Florida just requested 300 new ventilators. Hospitals are filling up here. There is evidence that children are making up much higher cases that are emerging. The numbers continue to rise across Florida. This fall, don't breathe. This is insane. The Forever Purge coming to. So it's really ridiculous. The Forever Purge. So let me see who paid political advertisement paid for by Remove Ron. So obviously that's some sort of a Democratic pact. It says was not approved by any candidate. So. The interesting thing about that is, towards the end there, right, I played it all because I was going to cut it because I wanted to hear what else they had to say on the end there. But, um, you know, we talked about this the other day with the the uh, cases in Florida, across the country, not just Florida. I'm in all 50 states, right? Yes, Florida's numbers are high right now. But all the numbers in the South are high because why? It's hot as fucking shit outside, okay? And we said that because I'm going to say it and I'll say it again. Everyone wants to be inside because it's hot, okay? You come inside, you got the air on, you're in here with your, your family, you know, whatever the case may be. You're not going to sit in your fucking house with mask on, right? This is a governor that has given us the freedom to make choices for ourselves, okay? The interesting thing about this is, if you've noticed, this is from... Um, Fox News, okay? So, you know, take it for what it's worth. I know anyone that's listening to this is like, oh, of course, it's Fox News, Fox News, blah, blah, blah. You guys know for a fact that I read shit from all sorts of different uh, news sites. I've read stuff from MSNBC, CNN, so suck it. The reason this is coming from Fox News because nobody else is reporting on it because if you've noticed in the last week or so, uh, the mainstream media isn't uh, talking about Florida much anymore. Why? Hmm. Cases are going down. You know why? Because it's in the 80s now instead of the 90s. There's low humidity. You can actually go outside and and it's decent out there. And it's only going to get better from here until, you know, about April or May. That's why Florida's so beautiful. So, uh, so this is Fox News. For more than a year, DeSantis Sunshine State were a favorite boogaboo of the left and prominent members of the mainstream media whenever the topic of coronavirus m- mitigation came up. On the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, host Buck Sexton noted that essentially in every time since then, little has been said about by the pundits about DeSantis or Florida. Why, there's, uh, why is it that you're not hearing much about Florida COVID, uh, COVID case overload much anymore? He said... We heard talking about it in July because the media was convinced DeSantis didn't care about old people or children dying of COVID. But, you know, recently, cases are dipping, okay? Now, in the meantime, you have other states uh, arresting people for traveling into their states. For, you know, in New York, you have to have the vaccine. uh, You know, if you live in New York, and I know I've got plenty of listeners up there, um... You know, they're firing uh, healthcare workers that refuse to be uh, vaccinated to the point where the governor, uh, Kathy Hochul, uh, comes out and people are like, what are you going to do if you guys are all these nurses and doctors and whatnot are quitting or you're getting or they're getting fired? You know, how are you going to replace them? So they're replacing them with uh, medically trained uh, National Guards, men, women, whatever. And then bringing in temp workers from the Philippines. So my question is, okay, I know the National Guard people, 
you know, I'm assuming they're all vaccinated, right? Because they have to be. And most of those folks in the army and you know the different uh, branches are uh, are taking early, you know, retirement. Uh, but nonetheless, the one that that kills me is the temp workers from the Philippines. So I'm assuming are all these people coming from Philippines vaccinated? I mean, we know we're letting the people in from fucking uh, across the border not vaccinated. We're letting all the Haitian migrants in. And whoever else wants to fucking come in this country, we don't have to worry about them being vaccinated. We don't have to worry about them getting COVID tests. But your citizens that reside in this country pay taxes and pay your motherfucking salary are the ones that have to do all this stuff. Florida didn't implement a mask mandate, didn't do COVID passports, and the cases still went down. Reference to a 15%, 50, I'm sorry, 50% decline in COVID cases across the Sunshine State in the past two weeks. Okay? Florida has proven how much falsities are filled with the emperors have no clothes, Travis remarked. The host noted that Australia is one case where the populace has no test case like Florida to point to stop liberal government from implementing sweeping socioeconomic controls, including... Uh, uh, simple freedom of movement enforced by police and the military. I mean, Australia has gone full 1933 Germany over there. It is absolutely a, you know, it, it's it's bad. If you guys ever get a chance and you can go on YouTube and look at um, different, um, go to uh, Sky News, right, and just look at some of their stuff they talk about on there. It is... It is quite interesting and scary, to say the least. Um, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's very, uh, hold on, hold on, there we are. It's very interesting. I used to, I never really wanted to travel outside of this. I mean, forget about COVID. Um, for the past, you know, 10 or so years, my wife and I, um, you know, when I got sick, made a made a choice to travel. Like, look, we're going to go ahead and start traveling because we don't want to have any regrets of um, of missing out on anything. It, I, you know, I didn't want it to be a situation that um, when um, when I'm dead and gone. Uh, Oh, we should, you know, I didn't want her thinking, oh, well, we should have went here and we should have went there. So we made a decision at least once a year, we're going to go somewhere, you know, saying we did. Now, granted, this past year and a half or so, we really haven't left the state just for the fact that we don't feel like dealing with bullshit in the other states. And it's just easier to stay in Florida where we know we're free. But if I ever had a choice, at, this was, like I said before, if I ever had a choice to, to go to any other country, I mean, Canada, we've been to Canada, but that's easy. Um, would have been Australia because you know, but shit. Now, now to see the the regime and the and the things that they're doing over there, it's ridiculous, and it shouldn't be allowed. And like I said the other day, they they have that pesky pesky little thing that gets in our way, that gets in the government's way in this country, and it's called the uh, Constitution. And trust me when I tell you they're working on trying to get rid of that. So I'm gonna play this real quick. This is um. This is DeSantis the other day. He was on Hannity's show, and they were discussing uh, COVID cases and whatnot in Florida. Go ahead and listen to this real quick. It's interesting because three weeks ago, you were getting the crap beat out of you. I've looked at the numbers. They've gone down dramatically. You built these monoclonal antibody centers all throughout the state. Now Joe Biden's rationing it. Well, I understand they don't need to because we have plenty of it. And you have to now go out and buy it yourself. Is that right? Yes, yeah, Sean. We set up 25 different sites throughout the state. Uh, telling people that early treatment saves lives. What we were seeing is when we had the Delta surge, most of the people being admitted to the hospital not only didn't get monoclonal antibodies, they didn't even know about monoclonal antibodies. This was not something that people like Fauci were talking about. And so we helped raise the profile and also expand access. And the results are the statewide hospital census for COVID patients has gone down 34 days in a row. Our hospital admissions on a daily basis have gone down about oh, 75 no more negative articles so this works this works and here's the thing when it was apparent that it worked 
that is when the Biden administration decided to take from Florida and to cut our allotment. And so what we had to do, and the reason is, is they control all the Regeneron. They have a deal with them. Uh, so they dramatically cut our, our supply. So what we did, we did a deal with GlaxoSmithKline, who also has an effective monoclonal antibody called Citrovimab. So we now have that in the state of Florida. And our message to Floridians is we want to get you the treatment you need. And Biden doesn't want to give it to you, but I'm going to come hell or high water, fact. do whatever I can to get it for you. Biden never mentioned monoclonal antibodies. Uh, you had already set up your centers in Florida. Right. You acted immediately, and it's shown to be effective with the breakthrough cases especially, and also for people unvaccinated. And then he, then he rations it. Um, I've checked, and what I've discovered is there's no shortage of Regeneron or monoclonal antibodies in the country, is there? So that would mean, mean there's no reason to ration anything, right? Well, they say there's not, and if that's true, then you're right, Sean. It's just punitive against Florida because he's so obsessed with attacking Florida. Uh, he does that rather than does his job. And I think, though, they're trying shit. to husband it because they understand Delta is going to hit every aspect of this country at some point. The fall and winter, northern states have a different season. We tend to get it in the summertime. So I think they're doing that because they, they see what's on the horizon. Ronnie D, obviously a fan of the show because that's exactly what I said a couple of shows ago. How in the summer, in the summer in the, in the south, cases go up. In the summer in the north, the cases go down. In the wintertime, they flip-flop. Flip-flop. Uh, but at the end of the day... If there's a single person in this country who needs this treatment and whose life could be saved and they can't get it because of Biden's playing politics, you know, how pathetic is that? That is not leadership. Well, I'm not a doctor. Ask your doctor. But my understanding. It's because um, he's a piece of shit. OK, Joe Biden. See, see what happened was with this son of a bitch. I'm tired. The niceties are done. The gloves are off. I'm sick and tired of this piece of shit that we call president. He does not care about any of us, okay? He cares about a few people, his family, his friends, the powers that be, and money. He don't give a shit about you. If you're not doing anything for him, he does not give two shits about you. The, um, the thing about the uh, antib antibodies there... Uh, this is something Ron DeSantis. This isn't something that he invented. Obviously, this is something that is being used. It's it's authorized under the EAU emergency authorizing authorization use. So, him and his the scientist in Florida and uh, the new the new Surgeon General of Florida, um, they had did work on this and you know they had read the studies and whatnot from these different companies so they ordered a shit ton of this stuff because it was out there it was no different than getting a crap ton of uh vaccines or whatever sent to you know your local pharmacy and um he set up all these different things around the state and then and i know i know people personally they got covid now in where i live in the area i live at the time that me and my wife had gotten it they didn't have one near us. They had just opened one up over in Tampa, but we didn't really know much about it. It was just kind of starting. And, um, you know, but nonetheless, we're, we're both relatively healthy other than this pesky cancer thing I got. But, you know, cancer can't, you know, shit, I've been dealing with cancer for 12 years. You think I'm worried about a cold, man? Come on. Come on, son. Come on. Oh. Um, <laughs> but uh, like a week or two after we had gotten better, um, they had opened one here in the town I'm in. And uh, I had a friend that I went to school with, and she had gotten her, and I, I think her, her and her boyfriend had gotten it, but not, and they had went, and, you know, within a few days, they were a whole shit ton better. So, obviously, you know, like uh, Ronnie D there says that uh, either they're reading the writing on the wall and know that it's, you know, about to be wintertime up north, and they're going to go through the same shit Florida and the South went through with the cases spiking because everyone's going to be inside. And they wanted to basically hoard the Regeneron for those states, for the blue states especially, because most of your, your northern states are your blue states. Not all of them, but most of them. And um, I would say that's probably more the case. I don't think he did it because uh, I, I think he was doing it probably twofold. Okay, He doesn't want to let DeSantis look good. God forbid. 
and maybe he's doing it to hold it for the other states. I don't know. I think it's more a situation of he doesn't give a shit about you, me, or anyone else that lives in this state, okay, other than the few people that may have voted for him. What he cares about is making DeSantis look bad, okay? So we're in the month of October, right? And it's been, um, it's been, uh, please raise your, hold on, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been, uh, what, nine months, going on nine months since dipshit was uh, sworn in, right? I'm going to play for you the biggest lie that we have heard this year. Well, <laughs> it's one of the biggest lies. It was his very first lie. I will say that. And it holds true today. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute. That I will faithfully execute. The office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability. Will, to the best of my ability. Preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you, God. So help me, God. Congratulations, Mr. Thank President. You. That is uh, that is one of uh, DeSantis's big lies of the year so far. I actually have something else. I'm going to see if I can find it on my phone. Um, I wasn't able to move it from phone to. Uh, computer because once again like i've told you before i'm not very um tech savvy i'm sorry <laughs> um we had easy give me one second here it was sent to me by the illustrious uh christopher j kyle even though he is not on the show he still sends me stuff and uh for the life of me i'm not going to be able to find it here it is here it is. I found it. It doesn't matter when. It doesn't matter whether it's in six minutes, six days, or six weeks. We're going to get it done. So the interesting thing there, this was the other day or yesterday whenever they were trying to sign the funding, you know, before they shut down the the government like they do every fucking year. But uh, he, he sent me that, and the this is on TikTok. So the premise of this particular TikTok was, you know, about Pelosi looks like she's in a hurry and whatever. But what Chris had pointed out was what he said. Six seconds, six days, six weeks. Why did he go 666? Is, was, was he... Was it a sign? Was he saying anything? Was it just happened to be? Was he just thinking of 666? I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, maybe a discussion for another day. Something that I did want to get into is this bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find stuff on the computer. So um, you had... Uh, I don't know, when was it? Back in August, the end of August, okay? You had uh, Lieutenant Colonel Scheller, right? A Marine Colonel, come out with a video basically going after the the leadership of, um, you know, whether it be Biden, Milley, whoever, um, kicking, or not kicking, but getting us out of uh out of uh Afghanistan. And um it's just a uh it's a situation where I know this is probably gonna go straight Hey y'all sure, I'm I knew, it, I knew it I knew it <laughs> um where uh you know he was criticizing the the process. I don't know that he was necessarily criticizing the um actions as far as getting out but it was how we got out and and what we did and, and the uh, members of the military that were killed by the uh, suicide bomber this is this video is a little long um, I'm gonna try and talk over it a little bit but um, this is representative Matt Gates from the free state of Florida uh, and, and he's pretty much laying into uh, 
the uh, Joint Chief, uh, the Defense Secretary, and uh, I don't know what the other guy. He's the Central Command Chief, I think. Um, so we'll, uh, I want to listen to this here, and we'll talk on it on the backside. And they're not going to defeat the government of Afghanistan militarily. You really blew that call, didn't you, General? I believe that that was a issue of strategic stalemate and that if we had remained in Afghanistan uh, with the advisory levels of effort, then the government of Afghanistan... Well, that's, that's an interesting Afghan answer to a question. Forces. It's just not one I asked. You spent more time Typical with Democratic, Bob uh, on this situation, avoid the question, and go into a whole other situation. The very likely prospect that the Afghanistan Millie's a piece government of fucking was going to fall too. immediately to the Taliban, didn't you? Not we're, even we're run. Oh, really? Because you said this right after Kabul run by fell that no one could have anticipated the immediate fall of the Ghani government. When did you become aware that Joe Biden tried to get Ghani to lie about the conditions in Afghanistan? He did that in July. Did you know that right away? I'm not aware of what President Biden... You're not aware of the phone call that Biden had with Ghani where he said, whether it is true or not, we want you to go out there and paint a rosy picture of what's going on in Afghanistan. You're the chief military advisor to the president. You said that the Taliban was not going to defeat the government of Afghanistan militarily, which, by the way, they cut through him like a hot knife through butter. And then the president tries to get Ghani to lie. When did you become aware of that attempt? Well, there's two things there, Congressman, if, if I may. One is what I said was the situation was stalemate. And if we kept advisors with there, the government of Afghanistan and the army would have still been there. That's what I said. Whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. But it seems wrong now. With well, the we withdrew all the we withdrew all the Austin. Secretary Austin, are you capable of assessing whether another has the will to fight? No, we're not. And uh, that's the point that the chairman made earlier. That's just like an incredibly disappointing thing for the Secretary of Defense to simply say, I can't assess whether someone has the will to fight. But it is consistent with your record. I mean, during the Obama administration, I think they gave you about $48 million to go train up some folks in Syria to go take on the Assad government. And I think your testimony was that only four or five survived first contact with the enemy. So what confidence should this committee have in you or should the country have in you when you've now confessed to us and whether it's the swing and a miss in Afghanistan that General Milley talked to the Senate about yesterday, total failure, or whether it was your failures in Syria, you don't seem capable to look at a fighting force and determine whether or not they have the will. Well, Is recall, that an embarrassing? You recall, Congressman, that uh, the end result was a, a uh, uh, the SDF that we stood up that was very, very instrumental in turning the, the, the tide of, uh, of, of battle up in Syria. Oh, yeah. Turned turn it so much. You've got Assad in power in Syria. You've got the Taliban in power in Afghanistan. I mean, where have you been? The focus was, the focus was ISIS, Congressman. And, we, and, and those forces uh, had significant uh, effect on, on the well, ISIS it, network. It just seems like you're chronically bad at this. And questioning in your Seems. official capacity going and undermining the chain of command, which is obviously what you did. You, you've created this whole chain. So undermined it, the chain of command. Okay. And the reason that's key is because that's exactly why Lieutenant Colonel Scheller is in jail right now is because he averted the chain of command and complained on Twitter and on Facebook. Once again, perfect example of rules for thee and not for me. Because, so, when Lieutenant Scheller came out, and Lieutenant Colonel Scheller came out and said the things he said about these fucking clown shows, and about dipshit McGee in the White House, he got removed. He was removed, stripped of his rank, and forced to retire. Okay? Then, on top of that, they told him, gave him like a cease and desist, basically a gag order. And he told him to gag on, on this, and, uh... Then they threw his ass in jail. So it's a very, very much a situation, not to mention, not to mention these three pieces of shit that we call leaders are passing the buck. Each one of them sat there and said, oh, we, we, uh, we uh, you know, told the president that he should do this and, and he instead did that. It's interesting because uh, Dipshit McGee was on uh, with uh, George Snuffleupagus, I don't know, a week or so, or just after the Afghani thing. I don't know the exact date. I don't really give a shit. 
But to his credit, George uh, Snuffleupagus um, asked President Dipshit McGee, don't you love the fucking names? That's the names, baby. You got George Snuffleupagus from ABC News. You got President Dipshit McKee. You got Heels Up Harris. You got, oh. Anyway, um, ask him that there was a report that the the fucking three-headed clown show um, told him or advised him to leave 2,500 to 4,500 troops in country. And the key words, I don't want to try and find the video, but I'm, I'm telling you what he said, was... I don't recall, you know, he's like, nope, nope, I don't recall them telling me that if they did. And the reason I say that's key is this. To me, call me crazy. Okay, you called me crazy, I heard you. No. Um, I personally believe they're setting him up to get him out of the way. They're going to 25th Amendment him, whether it's before the end of the year or not. I guess that remains to be seen. But just know this, the constant buffoonery that's going on, and every time something happens, if you've noticed, these, these three shit shows here testifying. Now, I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm not saying that they didn't advise Biden, and Biden's like, fuck you, I'm the president, this is what we're doing. I, I don't know. Then maybe that is what happened. But when you have the three leaders of our military you got the defense secretary you got the joint chief chief of staff and you got the central command those are your three fucking you know pretty much one two and three right or if you say biden's one then it'd be two three and four whatever if they're sitting there telling you in front of congress that we told him 2500 to 4500 and he ignored us and then you have a reporter asking him the same question that uh, and this was prior to the testimony. This this was a couple of weeks ago that that Snuffleupagus had asked him. This isn't this wasn't like after that they had said this. This was a couple of weeks ago. And uh, Biden, so the it was already out. It had already been leaked, obviously. But um, and Biden's like, I don't recall. Okay, so will it be a situation where they use this to cue up the fact that oh he's old man's losing his mind? Old man's losing his mind. And it's interesting. I don't want to play this whole video from um, Tom Cotton because... Hi, hi how's it going? Because um, it's another five-minute video. But um, it's, uh, it's interesting here because <laughs> nine times out of ten, if, if Congress is, is talking to whomever, okay? So this is Tom Cotton. He's... Uh, I believe he's out of Arkansas, Republican um, congressman. I, I believe he's out of Arkansas. Um, and he's talking to these these ass clowns. This is the same same thing that Matt Gates was in. Uh, with these guys being military people, nine times out of ten, when, when a senator asks for some sort of information, they say no or we'll have to see or whatever. Just listen to how quickly they answer this question. If I didn't play statement, mute. Uh, Here, let me back uh, it up. Written statement, uh, you lay out some detail, the circumstances of your phone calls. To the I swear to God, if I knew how to work a fucking computer, this January would be the best show on TV. 2021. You also say you'd be happy to make available various documents. I want to ask for, for three sets of documents, if we can get them. I think the first two should be fairly straightforward. Um, one, could we get the list of uh, people who joined you on those calls by name and by title? Yes. U.S. officials. Yes. Two. Could we get a list Quickness. of similar calls you have made to your military counterparts around the world from, say, September 1, 2020 to January 20th, 2021? Sure. Yes. Again, yeah. I think sure, there should no problem, not be buddy. an issue. They should not have any classified yeah. information. Yeah. What you need? Uh, what else you need? Third, uh, you mentioned in, in that written statement that you, shortly after those two phone calls with generally circulated readouts uh, within the Pentagon and inside the interagency uh, <clears throat> Um, partners you have. Um, could, could we get that, those readouts as well? Yes. Um, Secretary Austin, can I get your commitment that you'll work with General Milley and his team to get that to us both as quickly as possible and without unnecessary classification? Yes, Senator. Thank you. It's amazing. I've never, not that I pay a whole fucking lot of attention to these fucking uh, Senate hearings and whatnot because I personally believe it's a, it's a big waste of time, but 
a lot of times when you when you are watching these things, they uh, they're very reluctant to uh, to do the things that are asked of them. For them to come out and say, hey, "Sure, no problem. Hey, what you need?" But the thing that pisses me off is you got these three guys sitting up there, whether they're in the right or the wrong, whether Biden's right or wrong. I that obviously is a big deal. And I think the four of them should all be fucking fired. The fact of the matter is, because you had a lieutenant colonel subvert the chain of command, he's in jail. Well, technically, these three guys did the same thing. And they're not going to jail. At best, they'll lose their job, and then they'll just end up on CNN or MSNBC or whatever as a fucking commentator of some sort and make six figures or seven figures or whatever figures. So it's all fucking game, dude. These people just bounce around, keep their hands in the fucking pot, and it's it's uh it's it's not it's not good. It's not good. So anyways, um I want to play one other thing. I'm full of clips. It's the clip show. It's the clip show. Because um because I don't really have much to say. No. The reason I'm doing a lot of these clips is because um I'm going to not be able to find this now. Watch. <laughs> it's because... Uh, uh, where is it at? There it is. <laughs> it's because... Uh, it's easier if you hear these words coming out of the people's mouths that say it. It's better than me fucking around. And uh, I think you said something about something. I Oh, yeah. I think Tom something guy from some cotton. I don't know. He was saying something about something. And the guys all said, yeah, it's crazy. If you actually hear the question being asked by the person and the people answering it, I, it carries more weight. Plus, I wanted to play the, uh, I wanted to play the uh, clip from, uh, you know, that that commercial, the uh, the, uh, uh, you know, smear campaign against DeSantis, which really sounds more like a political, uh, <laughs> a political uh, ad. To, to get him reelected or even better. All right. This is a clip. I'm not going to tell you who it is until the end. I'm sure you'll figure it out once you hear his voice. And uh but do me a favor. If you if you have if you you're listening to me right now, surely you got about 3 minutes to to continue listening and listen to this clip. It's about 60 years old and um and just listen to the words he's saying. Forget about who is actually saying it. And once you realize who's talking and you'll know what he's talking about, try and ignore what he's what he's talking about as far as the time period and what he's what he's getting to, but relate what he's saying to today, to today, right now. All we say to America is be true to what you said on paper. lived in China or even Russia or any totalitarian country. Maybe I could understand some of these illegal injunctions. Maybe I could understand the denial of certain basic First Amendment privileges because they haven't committed themselves to that over there. But somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly. Somewhere I read of the freedom of speech, somewhere I read, of the freedom of press, somewhere I read, that the greatness of America is the right to protest far right. And so just as I say we aren't going to let any dogs or water hoses turn us around, we aren't going to let any injunction turn us around. Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now. Because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. 
But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. Okay. Very interesting. So if you listen to that, if you really paid attention to what he's saying, he's referring to the First Amendment, right? And obviously he's talking about the uh, desegregation and stuff. And like I, like I was telling you guys on the last two shows, you know, the part one of United We Stand, Divided We Die, part one and two, I went into Martin Luther King a lot. And I, I, I probably didn't know much more than the average person when it came to Martin Luther King than uh you know than what we know the the obvious stuff but i told you i was reading a little bit and a lot of the clips what interests me about that clip and that speech that was given in memphis on april 3rd okay it's almost like he knew something was going to happen and the reason i say that is Towards the end of that clip, he was getting a little quivery, and he was, you know, he was full of emotion. Like, if you watch the video, you could see the emotion in his face. I mean, the words he was saying, he meant everything that was coming out of his mouth, okay? But if you recall, we were talking about how his family feels that he was assassinated, that it was a government plot, whether, whether you want to say it was the government, if it was the they, in my scenario of the world domination and the global elites, whatever. But I feel like his speech, it's almost like he knew he was about to die. Because the very next day is when he was killed. I mean, how ironic is it that you give that speech and you say those words, and the next day you get taken out by assassin's bullet? I just find that to be very interesting and very telling of either how prophesized he was or he actually knew something was about to happen. But uh, nonetheless, uh, my question is for us today is, where is our Martin Luther King? And I'm not talking about white and black and anything like that. I'm talking about our voice of freedom and liberty and the atrocities. Right now, we have a few. We have Ron DeSantis. We have Abbott. We have Noam. We have a couple of governors around the country that are speaking somewhat for us, but we're not quite there yet. We need a leader that's going to do those things. Did, did Martin Luther King take a bullet? Did he voluntarily take that bullet for his people to become free? I don't know. Uh, whether he knew or not, I don't know. But it is interesting to think about. And it's probably something that we'll delve more into in the future. I'm going to do some more reading up of Martin Luther King. And a uh, very interesting person. Great speak speaker. Um, it's just, uh, that's my question. The question of the day is, wh where is our Martin Luther King? Not ours as in the white Martin Luther King. I'm not talking about me being white or anything like that. I'm talking about our our voice, the people that are tired of the bullshit, the atrocities, the people like, I'm not saying I'm one of those guys, I'm not the leader, but that's the whole reason we started this podcast, don't tread on America, okay, don't tread on me, don't start the bullshit, we want to be free, interesting, fun fact on the side, and then I want to get into one other thing, and then I'm going to get out of here, uh, I don't know if I talked about this on the show. I don't know I was talking to Chris about it. The state of New Hampshire is uh, looking to file papers 
of, of succession. Get the hell out of the union. Will that happen? I don't know. It's going to take more than one state to do that, to make noticeable effects. So we'll have to see what happens. One last thing before I go. I'm going to... Uh, I don't want to um, say I'm going to start a fight with anybody as far as a Twitter war or a, a podcast war or anything like that because in the grand scheme of things, I'm a very small fish in his big pond, okay? But he seems like he always wants to get rob, you know, riled up and fucking throw his fucking weight around and be a big boy. So I'm going to say this. I'm, gonna, I'm sure I'm going to butcher this motherfucker's name, but whatever. His name is Sink. C-E-N-K, Senk, Uger, okay? He is the host of the Young Turks. I don't know, I guess that's a, a online thing, whatever. Okay, I guess if I continue reading. The largest online news show in the world. Founder and CEO of TYT, so I'm guessing that's Young Turks. Uh, watch TYT Live weekend uh, weeknights, 6 p.m. Eastern, blah, 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 on his website here, right? Okay, good for him. He obviously has made a name for himself somewhat. He's got 500,000 followers on, on the Twitter machine here. But the reason I... You could have came up to me and said something about Sink Uger, and I would have been like, what, is that a part in the fucking kitchen sink? I don't know. What is that? Uh, what's a Uger in the sink? I don't know. Is that the drain? Is, I mean, I, I don't think this dude's fitting down any drains. But anyway, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but he uh, called out uh, Joe Rogan the other day about uh, just talking shit about Joe Rogan. And then someone, uh, yeah, he's just sitting there talking shit about it. He would kick his ass and he would end him and all this bullshit. And then I guess someone came on Twitter and said, I'll give you $1,000 if you called him a pussy to his face. And, uh, you know, Joe Rogan, okay, he's what, the biggest podcaster out there right now, right? Until, you know, till D-Tom takes an effect you know we've only been doing this a few months so we're coming no, i'm joking anyway maybe not hey we'll see but um so everyone knows who fuck joe rogan is right even if you don't know you kind of know right he's been around been on tv been in movies uh obviously we know the big thing is uh he does he's been doing the uh mma the uh ucf crap for ufc UFC, yeah, UFC. <laughs> I'm watching college football, so, yeah. But, uh, you know, so everyone knows who Joe Rogan is. There's only 500,000 people that know who the, the Sink Uger motherfucker is, right? Like I said, I didn't even know about it until I heard his name the other day. Um, Joe Rogan pretty much kicked his ass, okay, number one. But the reason, in my opinion, the reason he called him out is because he knows Joe Rogan to kick his ass. Right, so he knows Joe Rogan will kick his ass, but he also knows Joe Rogan won't kick his ass. So he can be a nice little tough guy on his Twitter and on his little uh, Young Turks video show there, and he can be a tough guy and try and call out Joe Rogan because he knows deep down inside Joe Rogan ain't gonna do shit because Joe Rogan's a millionaire. Joe Rogan don't want to get sued. Okay, uh, I on the other hand am not a millionaire. And I don't give a fuck how big you are, okay? So, you want to go? Let's go. Fucking fat-ass motherfucker. He's the kind of guy that will sit there and talk all that bullshit. But when it comes down to it, he ain't going to do shit about it, okay? And this is me talking to you, all right? So, like I said, I'm a small fish in your fat-ass big pond, you know, your numbers compared to my numbers, I get it. You're, I to you am you to Joe Rogan. How about that? Granted, I'm just getting started in this game. I'm trying to get my feet wet. You've obviously splashed all the water out of the pool with your fat ass. But my numbers compared to your numbers, I get it. I'm just a little guy compared to you. Okay? But in that same essence, you're just a little guy compared to Joe Rogan. Okay? The difference is... The reason you call out Joe Rogan is because you know he's not going to do anything because he doesn't want to be liable for kicking your ass, okay? I don't have anything for you to take. You're richer than me. Surely you are. So, anyway, if you want to find me, 
I'm on Twitter at PCGC underscore 1775 or DTOM underscore 1775. I'm also on Facebook at Don't Tread on America and on Instagram at Don't Tread on America. So come on, big boy. See what you got. And on that note, I'm going to go into our last sponsor, Smooth My Balls. I'll smooth my balls before I kick Sink Yuger or whatever the fuck his name's ass is. <laughs> and uh, you can too. Go to smoothmyballs.com backslash DTOM. Get 20% off. And don't forget him to tell you PCGC sent you. And uh, hey, you know what? If I, start a, if I start a podcast war or Twitter war or whatever, whatever. If, I, if it's just me and my, you know, couple hundred followers then whatever too. <laughs> uh, so uh, one more little side note. Um, I'm looking to do a show on show with uh, this. I think I told you all about him a couple of shows ago. His name's Fred does a uh, podcast on rumble called the freedom variant. We're trying to coordinate days and times because his schedule and my schedule are very floppy. Um, but hopefully going to do that this week. Um, we're either looking at doing it Monday or Tuesday. So, Hopefully, we can get that done and get that up for you guys. It should be uh, pretty good, and uh, hopefully, we'll be having that coming to you. So if we do do it Monday or Tuesday, I'll probably post it on Wednesday. Uh, but stay on the lookout, and I'll keep you guys updated when I talk to you again. As for that, uh, I will talk to you guys later. Don't forget to go to our social media platforms. I mentioned them just a minute ago, but uh, on Facebook.com backslash Don't Tread on America. Instagram.com backslash Don't Tread on America. Twitter.com backslash DTOM, D-T-O-M underscore 1775. And if you want to get in touch with me personally or follow me, uh, Twitter.com backslash PCGC underscore 1775. And also don't forget, YouTube. I think I actually recorded this one. It should be up later, <laughs> later today. Go check it out. Uh, you can see my ugly mug, you know, and... If you want to forward this shit to sink dipshit McGillicuddy Jr. there, I don't care. I don't care. So, I've, I've, in the words of the illustrious Martin Luther King, I've been to the mountaintop and I've seen the other side. And uh, I'm not afraid of you. So, you guys have a great day and I will talk to you guys later. Peace out.